Hi, and welcome to Carried Away, the Sex and the City rewatch podcast. We are your hosts, Kaylee from Manchester and Ellen from Northern Ireland. We watched the series together in our student flat, and we are rewatching seven years later, 20 something years after this show originally aired. Listen along with us as we get carried away chatting all things friendship, fashion, and dating. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to episode two. Hi! With your hosts, Ellen and Keely, back again. We have a very sick Keely, <laughs> so do excuse. I know. Yeah, sorry, if you hear sniffles and coughing and just me sounding like a man, <laughs> I do apologise. I'm going to try and edit out the sniffles Yes. after the fact. But yeah, that's what we're dealing with. That is going to be a fun job. But it's job. okay, I'm going to power through. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're on episode two um, called Models and Mortals. Yes. Um, so... Sorry, I was just going to say, before we actually get into this episode, you know how last week last week you were asking about why Kim Cattrall turned down the role? Oh, yes. I was, I was doing a little research, okay, uh-huh. and apparently, now this is from the interweb, so this very much could not be true, <laughs> but this is what I read, and apparently she turned down the role because she didn't think that a woman could be in her 40s and still be viewed as sexy which is so sad oh wow I know and it's also like the total opposite of Samantha as well I know but it's so not true oh no that's that's quite sad I know at least we got at least we got um the Samantha that we know and love and she probably I'm I'm sure that was probably a um not a concern but something that people maybe thought mm. a lot back yeah. in that time so maybe she's actually changed yeah. that narrative a bit. Yeah, and I definitely think as well. Yeah, like maybe that was like a sign of the times, you know, with it being the 90s. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, let's get into the second episode. Okay, so you've got the details. <laughs> yes, I do. Season one, episode two. You're the organized one. <laughs> no, we're both organized. Okay, <laughs> Models and Mortals. This episode originally aired June 14th, 1998, and was written by Darren Starr and directed by Alison McLean. Mm-hmm. So the episode starts, as always, with the credits. And I'm just going to say this once, but I wish we had a version of the credits with, like, all the girls in. I know, I completely agree. Yeah. Like, I know, I know like, it's, like, it is Carrie, like, that is who you know it's the show, but I agree. I would love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So we begin with Carrie's voiceover, and she's discussing Miranda's date from the previous night. What was his name? What was this guy's name? Do you know? It was Nick, but I cannot... I didn't pick up the surname. Well, see, I... Later on, I was, like, rereading my notes earlier, and I was calling him Nick, but then in this first scene, I wrote down that his name was Max. So, I don't know where I got that from. (laughs) 
but I'm sure we're terrible with names. Um, I did this last week, like with Tim Tam, like you know. Anyway, anyway, I was sure so, he was called Nick. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I so think he is. He, Miranda's first date with Nick. Added mm-hmm. a first date and went to a dinner party with all his friends. I was like, brave girl. Like, that would be yeah. very well, intimidating. Yeah, no, doesn't she say that they went on one previous date? So this is like the second so, date. I actually thought this too. So in Carrie's voiceover, she says first date. Oh. In, in, but then whenever Miranda is talking about it, she says they went for lunch and then oh. he asked her right? so I don't know whether that was con- well it probably was considered a date and Carrie's just mm. got it wrong <laughs> yeah could be I did consider when Miranda said that they'd been out before I was like okay this is their second date but I obviously didn't pick up the fact that it that Carrie said first date even but anyway yeah but even if it was maybe that was just a bit of a continuity error on Mm. the show's part Um, (laughs) but even if it was a first or second date I still think very brave to go yeah definitely and can I just say very early on to be meeting the friends yeah 100% (laughs) Um, not even just to meet them to be in like a dinner table with them all like (laughs) it's very very intimidating yeah Um, like you can't escape (laughs) firstly Miranda looks amazing at the dinner. Did you not think? Oh, I, d- I mean, I didn't. I did. I mean, like, I it wasn't something that I like noted. It sh- I noted it. I was like, oh, she looks so nice there. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, she looks lovely. Yeah. Um. So yes, this Nick Nick person. So they start with like the, um question mm. everyone goes around the table and says if you could sleep with anyone yeah um, who would you old sleep movie with? stars you wish you could have fucked when they were young or something yeah live or dead that was the question mm-hmm. and they see everybody seems to be having a good time Miranda seems like happy she's having fun mm-hmm. Nick seems like he's having a good time too yeah Nick is having a great time <laughs> Um, but then we go to a scene in like the kitchen with Miranda and two of the women who were at the dinner table. I know t- uh, I put that one of the names was Diane, but I didn't get the other. Um, and Diane kind of is talking to Miranda and she mutters under her breath, I guess he took our ultimatum serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda's just kind of like she was just sat there like eating something and she was just like uh what and we learn that Nick has a thing for dating models and he always has models over for the exact same date mm-hmm. with the exact same conversation yeah how awkward and awful and boring does this person have to be I know <laughs> at least at least just have these women over and have like a genuine conversation like don't like I know no. I know terrible um yeah and yeah. then he's just such a yeah, sleazy and, guy I just go oh, when no. I see him I know 
I know. And then, so anyway, she says the the comment, I guess he took our ultimatum seriously. And they say that he has a thing for dating models and they kind of had an, an intervention with him and told him, look, you can't bring these models over anymore. Mm-hmm. We want you to bring, quote unquote, like a regular person. And then they're like, and then he brought you. <laughs> and then they say so obviously not a model and the other one's like in a good way and I'm just like what can you imagine but I loved her at the end of the scene because she's just like he dates models and he just she just grabs the food and just eats the food and the way she does it I'm just like brilliant she just she so was not bothered about the you are so obviously not a model yeah she was just more concerned with like he dates models like oh yeah miranda then confronts nick and says you know obviously like you date models i can't remember what he had said to her but (laughs) best line was what am I or what am I your intellectual beard for this evening (laughs) that was my quote too that was my quote of the episode I was like Miranda yeah so she she basically confronts him and about him exclusively dating models and he says that he's obsessed with models and then Miranda says that quote where she says so what am I your intellectual beard for the evening (laughs) quote of the episode it was just iconic brilliant loved it loved it so then we move on to a very quick scene very very quick scene with Miranda and Carrie at like lunch or coffee or whatever and she tells her the situation and Carrie can't believe she didn't know that she was out with a um what do they call them a modelizer or something modelizer yeah modelizer yeah so then I feel like I feel like that concept of modelizer maybe this is the thing that comes with living in a big city but that is never something that I have like thought about yeah I know I never thought oh like I I'm all these models around me I've never just considered it maybe it's maybe it is a New York thing where there's like these supermodel type women walking around but because you would probably just a New York thing yeah I think it must be and I you know it is it is a show that's heavily based on like on fashion and they're at fashion shows a lot and at these big parties and and all of this Mm. so maybe you know it's more so that group and stuff that they're they're around Mm. so these are the type of people you would get in this sort of environment maybe not Mm. so much just a new york thing but yeah, I find it really weird. Yeah, it's not something I've ever really paid too much attention to. <laughs> I know. Uh, I wouldn't be too But concerned. then we we cut to all the four um, girls. They're in Carrie's apartment. And now all of a sudden Carrie's apartment has changed. So this apartment is like the apartment that we know. This is her iconic apartment. We recognise it. But in the first episode, this was not 
the interior of her apartment. Was it The not? exterior is still different. No. So, like, in the first episode, it it shows the interior of her apartment and it's just not it's just not this it's just not her apartment like it's just totally different i did not notice that yeah the exterior is still different like when it shows them at um carrie's apartment it shows her as living like above a coffee shop really no yeah and there's no like there's no i think there is still like a stoop maybe but it's not her iconic stoop that you know like on perry street that everybody goes to it's definitely not that we don't get that i don't think at all this season i think really? it's like season two where we first see the the stoop yeah i did not know that i didn't even i didn't even realize yeah. that in the first episode either how funny yeah um i do like this scene now yeah um i think you mentioned it last week that you love the the scenes where all the four girls are together and you do like yeah. I do really yeah. love them too and I this is like no different although they were all yeah. sitting slagging each other or slagging themselves they were like you know yeah I big nose and all this but yeah it was still really nice like Harry was all like you're all beautiful and yeah um, I think they all work really well like they all bounce off one another because they are yeah. all very different like Samantha and Charlotte are totally different but they, they mm-hmm. it just works but yeah. yeah I did love this scene yeah and loved Samantha in this episode as well like yeah. the that same attitude as she had in the last in the in episode one where she you know there was a comment mm. about the models wasn't it wasn't there another comment about yeah she said in the first episode she says like I'm as good looking as a model yes and yeah I think uh, like in this scene as well it was like one of the the first things that was said is Miranda is just like she says models are stupid lazy and they should be shot on the street and I was just like bit fine no maybe <laughs> but I think that's like just a defense mechanism like oh, she's just trying yeah. to yeah I think she maybe do, was feeling a bit we insecure. definitely see that with Miranda and I think like I noted like later on in this in the episode actually something about like last um week's episode where I thought it is definitely her her defensive um definitely a defensive thing and yeah Samantha says like she's exactly like a model but she has a full-time job um yeah I didn't think that was like very fair Oh, she says, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I, men say that I'm as good looking as a model, but only I work for a living. And I'm like, well, a model is literally like the occupation. Like, yes, if I you know. were just talking about like pretty or attractive people, that's one thing. But you are you were you're exclusively talking about models now. Models, yeah. model. <laughs> yes, that it is, is job. So I didn't think. I didn't think that was fair. I yeah, I agree. There was a couple of comments actually throughout the whole episode where Mm. it was a bit. "Mm, It's not really Mm, fair. Yeah, and they were very much again. I think I've noted this in my notes somewhere, but it was very much like a stereotype of of that models like don't work. They're stupid. They're you know all this, and then but they don't even just like set themselves. They have actors there who are playing these 
you know, stupid models, like, you know, who are saying really silly things, like one of them saying, um, I, I read, I can read like a whole magazine cover to cover, you know, like things like this yeah, where I, it's yeah. those stereotypical things, but, um, Miranda does I, say something in this scene that I did agree with though, because she says something like models slash beautiful women, and I guess like slash attractive people get like a privilege in life. Mm. Like they get like a like a pass card, which I do kind of agree with. Like it, it isn't fair, but it's definitely something I think is is a real thing. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. And it was actually um, in the next scene, I wrote down a quote that was said, I think that it was in Carrie's, I think it was in her um, narration or whatever, but she said, being beautiful is such a power. Oh no, it wasn't. It was, I think something, one of the guys said this. Was it Nick? It was like in a wee montage. And he says, being beautiful is such a power. Uh. You can get anything you want. Mm. so yeah and I was like that is yeah so... and we're in like the fourth in like the fourth dimension slash fourth wall whatever we're gonna call it they were all talking about like the free stuff that they get and one of them's like she says like a, I think she says a holiday like even like a boob job I was like huh yes yeah 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 <laughs> in this scene as well they kind of like they're in the kitchen they move into the um <laughs> into the living room and Miranda calls models giraffes with big breasts and I was like can you imagine a giraffe with boobs <laughs> like just imagine it for a second and a lot of them don't actually have big boobs as well I know I know they're very maybe very she's small. thinking more like like I don't know maybe like a lingerie model or something maybe yeah true. versus catwalk maybe but yeah because they they tend not to but charlotte charlotte says um she says in some countries heavy women with mustaches are considered beautiful and samantha's like and you're looking at me why are you saying that and then yes. she does this like she does this very subtle like comedy bit where she like checks her upper lip she's like hmm <laughs> checking for like hair i, I didn't like, pick oh, up on that genius Oh, oh I yeah, know. She did. It was so funny. I thought that was again shot of just being that like innocent. You I know. know. Once it once on was put like a positive spin on something. I know. Oh, Charlotte. <laughs> I love her. We don't get we don't get enough of her in this episode. Yeah, no, we we definitely don't. The discussing impossible standards of beauty for women. And Carrie is, yeah, like what you were saying before, Carrie is actually nice and she's saying to Miranda and Charlotte, they're like discussing something and she's like, what are you talking about? Like you two are, we're all like beautiful women. Why do we feel, you know, threatened? Why, why are we questioning our own worth or beauty just because models exist? And then they kind of get into what they would trade physically mm -hmm. about one another, but Samantha is she's very much quiet and they all look at her as if to say like come on like what would you change and she's like I happen to love the way I look which I'm like I know queen I love queen that shit. everyone like, you know should yeah. should take that on like 
that should be everybody's like attitude yeah. towards their body 100 percent. but unfortunately it's not yeah i know but then miranda makes a bit of a snarky comment she's like you should you paid enough for it <laughs> which <Yeah>. like, obviously <laughs> suggesting that she's had work done but then samantha says that she she said oh i don't believe in that yet and i kind of like this because i feel like there is like such a shame around people that get things done but uh-huh. I love that Samantha was like okay I don't believe in that yet but you know she's basically saying you never know what the future holds I might get something done and if she does it's, yeah it's her choice it's not like I would never yeah it's not like I would mm. never ever ever get something like that done because yeah. I don't yeah some people have such um. a shitty attitude about like getting things done and I'm like you know do what you want I know it's not like you know their nose like if they if someone wants to get yeah. something done with their nose to make them happy like mm. go on right ahead it's not yeah. gonna affect anybody else like exactly Carrie yeah Carrie's then you know she says um the thing about she can't believe that they're all doubting themselves blah 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 and the thing that Miranda says earlier in the scene where she says you know attractive people get like this privilege but I was like as they were talking about it I was like these four women all definitely benefit from that privilege because they're all slim they're all beautiful women like they definitely Mm -hmm. benefit from that privilege but yet they're you know sat there and talking about it's so unfair and I was like but you you girls definitely do you know what's really funny though because like wait so I remember being out with a friend of mine who was so like so Mm -hmm. slim had a like really lovely figure um could wear anything she wanted like whatever she wore like looked great on her because of the way her like her Mm. body shape and stuff like that and I just remember her getting really upset like we were a bit Mm. drunk this was like we were out and she got really upset because she was like you know I and I at the time like you know wasn't at my slimmest you know I had a bit you know I always have curves but I had a bit more curves Mm. and she was like like I am so like Mm. jealous of you because you're you know you have curves you have shape you know and getting so like you Mm. know upset about it and and I was just like looking at her going like everybody like wants your shape and your figure like you can literally wear anything you want you look great all the time like and this is somebody who's like so I I honestly think no matter that it is how you feel in yourself like somebody could sit there and say you know be a size whatever whatever size they are and somebody else doesn't think that's pretty and they think I'm a fucking amazing like you know so it's so Mm. it's just like an internal thing like it's always like the grass is greener though it's always like you want what you can't have or when you have something you don't appreciate mm-hmm. it but when you see something in somebody else it's like oh my but gosh what, you know like, what they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder like yeah everything you know yeah. it's a uh, what's the what's the word it's objective yeah 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 that's sad because so, like yeah Sometimes you do look at people and you're like, God, like they, they just look amazing. Like they have great skin or 
blah, 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 whatever it is. And it's like, there are, there are, there are probably people that think that about yourself and you just don't even realize because yeah. you're so wrapped up in what you want to be and like achieving mm-hmm. something else that you yeah we don't look at ourselves and go actually you know I like I remember or- watching yeah I was watching a YouTube video and someone said like one of the things they were taught in school like they you know the days that you go in like non-uniform days and whatever and you're always so self-conscious mm. and this now this was like an American school so they didn't have a uniform or whatever but she said to their class like can you tell me what the, oh, look at the person next to you and tell me what they wore yesterday mm. and nobody could answer the question because you're so like focused on yourself yeah. and you, you know what you're wearing and and you know is everybody going to accept me for what I'm wearing mm. and Jellico yeah, like, okay yeah. and all of this so you know you don't even focus on anybody else every yeah everybody and literally is just thinking am I yeah like are people looking at me like everybody's thinking about yeah. themselves sometimes I will do that I will literally be like Kaylee nobody is looking at you nobody cares nobody nobody cares yeah. But like, it is <laughs> yeah. it is hard to to break that barrier of getting out of that way of thinking when mm. you have thought like that for so long, and especially when you're a woman and you you do have these standards that are like that you're expected to meet with no exceptions, and everybody has yeah. bad days as well. But yeah, it's just like, sad. I, like for example, like you're saying these four gorgeous women sat around like thinking that they Mm. aren't as pretty as models yet and like that what they're portraying in this in this show as well that like that guy doesn't want to date Miranda because she's not a model but she's gorgeous Mm. and then and then later on the the in the episode with Mr. Creeper Mm. Um, not wanting to show Samantha on the video because she's not a model, but she she would you know make exceptions. You mm. know, there's things like that. Like they're portraying that mm. as much as like, you know, just society in general. Yeah. Like it's how do we how do we break that cycle? Like, mm. stop showing on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, life. Okay, we're getting deep. Yeah, so we are getting married. We got we go back to the fourth so wall. We did. We boom, did. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Yes, back into that scene, the montage. That's when they said that being beautiful is a part. Yeah, you can get what you want. Yeah, we also have the very stereotypical like models. You know, we get this, that, and the other for being mm. pretty, and you know, people call me stupid, and yeah, and I can read a magazine. And all yeah, this. it felt as well like the show was trying to like take the mick, but also, oh, yeah. also last week you know Miranda was not happy at Skipper because she was saying well women can be attractive and be smart but then we have this contrast of like them kind of yeah yeah making out that that people that are attractive yeah I, I just yeah but then we see Carrie and her modelizer friend who is called Barkley Barclays Bank. I <laughs> Harvey from Suits. Can I just say, I 
I don't like this episode, right, at all. Yeah. And it's because of him. Yeah. And he is, and I've been, I know that this was coming up in this season and I'm so glad it's, we've gotten over it, like, second episode because I actually just do not like this guy at no. all. Like, I think he's an absolute creeper. Yeah, he's like, a pig. I'm just like, I can't believe that she is so casual with him. Oh, yeah. Showing her all these women that he has, like, videoed having sex with and they don't know and like it's yeah, just like not, but not only not it's not just okay this is what I'm doing and then Carrie has this reaction Carrie is just like hasn't has no like she's just not affected or bothered and I'm I can't like it is a total sex crime what he is doing but I know. yet she she yeah. has no reaction she's she's just not concerned she just is like oh pass me a cigarette and i was just like yeah and and he calls them things oh, as well yeah and compares them to dogs oh pig literally yeah, my note i, I just can't. called him a pig yeah but she does I, I just do not she does say like him at all yeah no and and she does say as well she says that he's a soho artist who maintains a fabulous apartment yet has never sold a single painting and i was like well carrie lives in <laughs> it just was like <laughs> carrie you live in a a huge New York City apartment with a walk-in wardrobe and you write one column a week. Now we can go back to talking about Barclay <laughs> the Pig. But I just had to say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically she then discusses or no, watches that very intrigued as mm. well by mm. the by the video. No like concern on her face whatsoever that Mm. her friend has done this she yeah she's just she she seems more taken aback by the fact that he has a lot of videos and she's gonna have to watch these these people have sex with a friend that's what she seems bothered about not the fact that he is illegally recording women and this is a crime and he is a piece of shit like if I had a friend doing that, I would call them out. Like, I would be just like, you are a piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> you need to delete all yeah. this footage immediately and I'm not going to speak to you again. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. It really is. I honestly don't like this episode just for this person. Like, Yeah, ew. I wasn't the biggest fan of this episode either and that probably is why because yeah. he's just, ugh. Yeah. Um, so we get Skippy back. Skipper. <laughs> so he, he tells Carrie, it's him and Carrie just walking in the street very casually. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells Carrie all about, um, kissing Miranda. But she didn't know. And I wonder if um, is Miranda like ashamed of Skipper the way yes. that you know let's just call him the pig um, the pig is ashamed of having sex with women that aren't models 
is Miranda ashamed of Skipper because she didn't tell Carrie and they talk about everything every single detail you could ever want to know they discuss as friends and I was like oh I think Miranda is ashamed of little Skipper so this is what I actually wrote as well so I sort of mentioned it earlier so in the first episode like she completely does not give him a chance and it's a hundred percent because of his looks and the fact that he's what younger and you know he's not that typical good-looking guy and um it's just being a bit of a hypocrite yeah yeah definitely definitely and he he says like you know that he hasn't heard from Miranda he says that she won't return his calls my notes just says oh poor skipper um but he he asked Carrie to call Miranda and she's like right now in front of you (laughs) kind of knowing what's gonna happen um but it ends up going to her machine and he leaves a message and I just felt sorry for him like it was it was super desperate and he's like he's such like a little geek but like I did kind of feel for him like he really seems to like be smitten but she's just like I know (laughs) but I did kind of feel for him yeah I know I do I do like him um Mm. he seems really sweet I know (laughs) um and then so then we go to the fashion show the fashion show with Derek the world's biggest underwear model um Stamford's model his nickname is the bone (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I did not pick up on that. Okay, I have a fun fact about this guy. So okay. he is based off of a real life underwear model called Michael Bergen, who was briefly involved with Candace Bushnell, who is obviously like the OG um, Carrie Bradshaw. She like is the one that had her own Sex and the City column. Um, but yeah, like it's obviously inspiration from a real a real life the irony of me saying real life person when I'm talking about a model but, <laughs> yeah, it's like based off a real person <laughs> interesting fact you're full of them um so Barkley happens to be in this at the at the show the pig the pig <laughs> um <laughs> yes Barkley, I know. I don't even want to say his name. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so he's at the show and invites, or he doesn't invite Carrie and Samantha to the sh- to the party, but he sort of su- asked them if they were going. Mm-hmm. And then Samantha sort of seems interested in yeah the pig. She yeah she says she okay. says uh, like she introduces herself to him. And then she asks Carrie, she says, is he a martini straight up or with a twist? Which is her way of asking if he's he's straight. And then Carrie answers saying that he's straight. And then Samantha checks up with Carrie. She says like, are you interested? Carrie kind of says, no, he's a total modelizer. But Samantha kind of gives him this look as if to kind of say, you know, I am going to take it upon myself to try and sleep with you for validation. Maybe that's what she needs. But it's kind of weird how she kind of, to me anyway, it seemed that she wanted to sleep with him 
exclusively just to get validation but the last episode she was so confident in her looks and she she you know says I'm as good looking as a model blah blah and it's like why take this step back Samantha like you you keep owning your shit you don't have to sleep with the pig let's get rid of the pig (laughs) but I think it's also maybe it's that all of this you know this these conversations about models and Mm. you know men only choosing to sleep with models and she wants to be valid wants validation that she's as good as a model so yeah um yeah I agree a bit of a step back Mm. don't like this sad times so at the party then we have Mr. Big appears yes (laughs) I put she she always runs into him when she's in some kind of like situation so the first time she meets him clumsy yeah like she falls out like well she she trips and all her stuff falls out now she's got a mouthful of she says these things were sweet potato puffs and in my notes I was like what is this and how do I get one (laughs) (laughs) but she has a mouthful of food and Big comes over yeah and they start talking he says that they he started reading her column and calls it cute and I was like patronizing I know cute very patronizing cute and then they have a little conversation she tells him where she normally writes obviously suggesting you know i'm here a lot come Mm -hmm. say hi yes um and then you know she talks about what he has what she's writing about this week and it's men sleeping with models Mm -hmm. and he said they're just lucky or something like that yeah he said they're very lucky and you can tell yeah she's she's disappointed in that she's like oh he's a modelizer but then she he does he is with a model we do find out that he is on a date with a model there so yeah mm-hmm. somebody walks over yeah and, and this is a different woman so as well like so he was with another woman in the first one wasn't he in the first episode was he no he was just he wasn't with a, a woman was he he wasn't on a date at any point was he i don't think we see him with a woman in the first episode i think this is the first time that we see him and he's with someone yeah but she walks over and he big introduces carrie to his model date who had just who was just walked in the show as well it's not even like she's a model it's like She's a model and she's just walked in this show and she starts whispering to him. And I was like, and a model did this in the earlier episode. And I was like, is this a real thing? Do people whisper in real life? Like, who is that rude? (laughs) Who does that? Seriously. But Carrie definitely starts to feel insecure and says in the voiceover that she she kind of came to terms with her looks. Did she say when she turned 30? I didn't pick up on that. She says something like she came to terms with her look. I think she did um, say that she came to terms with her looks either in her 30s or when she turned mm-hmm. 30. And I was like, okay, I've still got time. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I had a thought. I had a thought in this scene because I know like the whole point of the show is that they cover up 
Big's real name. Like we as the audience don't know. But we have seen all the interactions with Big and Carrie and he genuinely has not told her his name. Does it, does she, obviously she, she gets to know it, but at this point, <laughs> at this point, does she know his name? Because we've, we've seen every single interaction that they've had. At what point has he, do you know what I mean? Like, is there a point where I'm going to watch it and go, she definitely knows his name now? You know? I know when they're like dating. <laughs> <laughs> when they're, yeah. Do you know his name? <laughs> No, but I maybe just that's why we, we don't know it. Maybe she knows it in the and whenever she's, whenever we we know it. Maybe maybe she just does not know his name. Maybe she genuinely thinks his name is big. That's a problem. I want to know where where do we get big from though? Where does that happen? I think I think Samantha in the first episode. Because he's, somebody says, like, he's, like, a big shot. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, oh, and he's supposed it. to be this big, like, business guy. I was actually reading on Wikipedia earlier today about the guy that Big is inspired by. And he's, like, some, I don't know, business guy. And he worked at Vogue or something. And it said that there was these... I'm kind of going off topic here, but it says that there was this protest outside a Vogue event. Um, some animal rights activist, and I totally would have been one of them people. But he sent down, he, this real life big, he sent down a plate of steak or something. And I was just like, I don't like you. <laughs> oh. Down to these animal rights activists. And I was just like, you are a piece of shit. I feel like big wouldn't do that though. No, but obviously this is like the real big. But maybe they had to make him nice for TV because they were like, nobody's going to want to do like this person. (laughs) I know. So Samantha comes over to Carrie and she says that the pig, she doesn't actually say the pig, but he is the pig. She says, the pig is all over me. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) And Carrie warns her that he tapes the people that he, well, the the models that he sleeps with. And Samantha is like, perfect. And I'm like, come on, Samantha. Like, don't say that. You should be concerned. There is a big red flag waving in your face. (laughs) Like a huge red flag. Yeah, like 20 red flags all at once all singing and dancing do not go near the sky um yeah and carrie calls for a taxi she says that she feels invisible and stanford's um model client derek he asks if he can come home with her and it's very just like can i come home with you and she doesn't actually answer (laughs) but he just gets in the car anyway and i'm like (laughs) What is happening? <laughs> but he doesn't say it in a creepy way. He says it in a... Yeah. I need some comfort. I thought that. It was just like... Yeah, it was very much like a very simple, innocent... Uh, I know. ...question. Like, he just needs a friend. I wrote that Derek was a wee lost soul. Oh, Derek! 
wasn't he? But but what's funny, she said, like, she went, she let him get in that car in the expectation that they were going to sleep together because he, she said, the things you got to do in the name of research. Yeah, yeah. So that was her intention. Definitely. But he, God love him, he just wanted a wee, he just wanted someone to talk to, didn't he? I know, I know. And they go back to Carrie's apartment and... He, yeah, he does. He just seems like just lost and lonely. And he says that he never dates models. And there's this contrast between the regular people wanting to like go out with models and then the models wanting the regular people. And yeah, he just seems like a very lost soul and lonely and he just wants a friend. Um, And they're talking about writing and he seems really insecure as well. And he says that, he gets distracted and she says, well, what's distracting you now? Think he's thinking he's going to say like something like sexual Ooh. and he's just like, you know. <laughs> I know. It's like, jeez. <laughs> but I don't think he's saying it in like a nasty way. He's just saying that he thinks it's like interesting because she's, quote, you know a regular girl and she isn't a model mm-hmm. and she's like she's really insecure she says she hates her nose but he says it's cute and then they lie down and it's and it's just a very non-sexual scene and he just asks if they can lie yeah. together because he feels lonely but Carrie's like how can someone this attractive ever feel lonely and I'm like how why not I, like just because like I, I, yeah like why not? I know, I wrote that too. Yeah, how is someone so who how someone who is so beautiful can be so lonely? I'm like, oh, oh that's so sad. Lonely. I'm so lonely. I think they're just regular people. They're so pretty but normal. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. My gosh. So then we go in to... Miranda in the shop. Yes, Miranda in the shop with Skipper. But before Skipper comes in, she's just trying to buy a cat food. Yeah. And she... The shopkeeper... What does he... Does he is he just like, just the cat food? And she's like, yes, just the cat food. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but Skipper walks in. And... She says that she's been busy. Mm-hmm. But it seems like she's been avoiding him. Yes, we all know she has been. Oh. And he's like, I thought we had a connection. And she says, don't you want to go out with a girl your own age? <laughs> but do you know, he's he's supposed to be 27. He's supposed to be 27? Yeah. And how old are they supposed to be? We never really I don't think, know, don't we? I think they're supposed to be like, maybe early to mid 30s because I know there's a scene oh no I think they're like early 30s because I just remember this scene where one of them turns 35 so I'm I'm Mm -hmm. thinking early 30s which isn't a big age gap at all and if it was the other way around it would be viewed as totally totally fine oh god yeah 100% um so what does he say to her I missed what he actually says to her but he says I think you're like 
amazing or you look amazing or something like that but he uses another word oh he says oh no no he he says skipper says i think you're luminous and she just she starts smiling she lights up like a little star and then she's like okay let's get out of here and he goes oh and then he's like wait let me pay for my Captain Crunch. And she's like, this cereal at my place. Ooh. Ooh. It's just so innocent. Let me pay for my Captain Crunch. <laughs> you know. It was, like he's going to bring was a box really of cute. Captain Crunch to I her know. house. <laughs> but it was really cute, though. Like, when he said, I think you're luminous. Yeah. Nobody thinks I'm luminous. Does somebody <laughs> think I'm luminous? <laughs> Am I of luminous? Of course they do. Yes, you are luminous. I have never heard that as like a... I've never heard anybody say, call someone luminous before. No, no, me neither. But it just it just was so cute. Yeah. I was like, oh, you think she's luminous? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, lovely skipper. Um, so then we move on to Creeper... The pig and Samantha, <laughs> they're having sex and she asks him where the camera is. And it's so creepy. He, well, he's like, he's like, you know, oh, I only keep them for models. She's like, oh, I don't mind. And then he's like, okay. So he takes, he has a creepy piece of paper with a hole through it, hang the camera. Yeah, it was like it was ready to go, like like he just takes the post post it off well he was at a fashion show he was going there to get somebody to bring back but it was just like but samantha was loving it and i was like yeah this is just like even like at least she knew and was happy with it like yeah like fair enough if two if two people are consenting and want to film themselves having sex like go for it but when it's one person that is illegal and especially if the other person does not know oh pig yeah i know i know so um after that scene then it's the morning after the party stamford gets or carrie gets a call from stamford mm-hmm. to ask where derek is or if he if she's seen derek and then she hands derek the phone mm-hmm. and then he's like can you put Kara back on? <laughs> and then he's fuming. He's raging. <laughs> yeah. And then um, she was like, oh, we just talked. And his comment was, I knew he was gay. Yeah. Not yeah. great. Not great. No. <laughs> um, Do, I didn't understand this next scene at all. I didn't. I. It was really random. I don't remember like what... Is this the one with Nick? It was like a scene with this Nick and he was saying that being a modelizer is like really hard work and it's taking it out of him and he's an old man at 34. And I was just like, why is this scene here? What is the point? I don't... Why are you... Go away. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like that at all. It was just really random it was almost like a misplaced scene it was almost like they they didn't like it should have been elsewhere it was very weird 
But we have the final scene with Big and Carrie again. So we we ended episode one with them with them too, and I actually um, yeah, I really liked this scene. I loved Big in this scene, um, and I don't really, I didn't really see. I mean, it was really random that he had to come and tell her this before. He literally walks in, says like one line and then just goes like it was. Yeah, but it was such a lovely line. Yeah, it was a nice line. And how did you know she would be there at that time? (laughs) He says, after a while, you just want to be with the one who makes you laugh. And they're all laughing happy. Oh, so sweet. I think as well, that was his way of of kind of suggesting to Carrie that okay you might see me around with all these models but actually I I want a quote-unquote regular person that can make me laugh yeah that was his way of being like I've you know I've got my eye on you kind of thing yeah I liked it yeah she's saying in the voiceover as well she says that being beautiful is like having a rent controlled apartment overlooking the park she says completely unfair and usually given to people who deserve it least and then obviously that's when big turns up and he says that he's trying to justify the men that date models and that's when he says the line about you know you just want to be with the person that makes you laugh and then he's like okay see ya and then just runs away (laughs) and then she (laughs) says um I take it back Beauty is fleeting, but a rent-controlled apartment overlooking the park is forever. And then she goes back to type in. And that's the end of the episode. But yeah, it was a nice final scene with Big. Yeah, I did like that scene. That was probably my favourite scene. Actually, no, my favourite scene was probably Miranda and Skipper. Yeah. Um, In the shop. But like, that yeah. was that was a nice scene. You see the human side of Big in this scene because I feel like we we only see him as this mysterious creature that we don't really know a lot about. But I think, yeah, we definitely get a glimpse of the human that is Mr. Big. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree. We just get a little bit more of Big. But I'm looking forward to next week's episode... Didn't like this one, but I think next one will be good. Yeah. We need to, like, get a few in and then we start getting into, like, the swing things. But, yeah. Fabulous. My, um, the quote of, the the quote of the episode for me was definitely intellectual beard. It was just amazing. It's just the best quote ever. Well, that wraps up this week's episode and just like that it's the end of the episode and thank you very much for listening yay thank you for listening we don't know if we have any listeners at this point so love you bye (laughs) please come back and listen again (laughs) love you bye thank you for listening and don't forget to follow us on instagram at carried away podcast to join in on the conversation 